Fran, I wanted to give you an opportunity. Um, last week we had some discussions about last meals. We, we do that often here. And you revealed something that was controversial. And I would say I saw you get a lot of flack. I'm sure you saw yourself get a lot of love. I think people, you know, see what they want to see. Uh, you revealed to people that you eat your chicken with uh, with ketchup, just like a, a pile of it on the side or something like that, and you dip the chicken meat in the... Sorry. Got, got a little gaggy there. Um, you dip the chicken uh, meat into the ketchup, and that's how you eat your chicken. And I wanted to give you off the floor. You know, I, you know, I know you often say things about me, but I'm sure that you <laughs> would say the people, me and the people that said those things probably eat bullshit that things that you disagree with. And so I want to give you a tent. You can use me as a, as a target to get your shit off and defend any of your food takes the fish, fish with mustard, um, uh, chicken with ketchup. So I want to give you an opportunity to kind of defend yourself on your take about chicken with ketchup. Yeah. What's wrong with you? What do I I have to defend is what I'm, what I'm asking. Well then don't, don't use that word then. I just, I just wanted to, I, I thought maybe you wanted to clap back. I didn't know if you wanted to. No, I mean, Home cooked fried chicken, I eat with ketchup. Popeyes, KFC, I don't eat that with ketchup because it doesn't. It doesn't. I, I like the. I would the, have thought it have been reversed. No, home cooked fried chicken. Home I eat with cooked, ketchup. juicy, delicious, yeah, I, flavorful I eat, chicken. You 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 mask that with ketchup. I eat with ketchup, and then but the like chicken Popeyes, from fast I don't, food. I don't. I don't eat ketchup, ketchup with that. <laughs> I, yeah. Can you elaborate on that one? I don't. I can't. I just don't. I just, I feel like I, you want to really taste those flavors. Yeah. At the, at the Popeyes and the KFCs and the Bojangles of the world. Yeah. I don't eat Bojangles, but yeah. Okay. But at a home, a home crispy, I juicy ketchup. chicken, you want to dip that in some ketchup. Yeah, man. Dipping right in ketchup. Okay. And you had, okay. Well, I mean, listen, if you don't feel the need to defend or um, come back at people, mm-hmm. then I will respect that. Yeah. Um, Wait, so what, but I mean, like, I don't understand what the big deal is. It's not a big deal. It just is. It's it's odd. No, it is. A, it is a big deal when you make it. When you, you know, when you try to pick up some on something and then like, kind of make me seem like I'm like, look, man, look. Before I moved with my dad, <laughs> okay, I grew up in. I was in the hood, man. We we, we didn't have much. That's fine, right? So we all had fried chicken, though. I'm just saying. And I had they're like, okay, what if what if you had no sides? You're like, okay, use some ketchup as the side. Yeah, no, I, good. I, I, I thought that was a. I thought that was like a flavor addition. Hot sauce. I'm on board. I use hot sauce too. Yeah, hot yeah. sauce. But I'm saying it's the chicken is is flavorful. You eat the chicken. Yeah, that was my only take. Is it, you know, I'm, and it just is a weird to me. And yeah. to some other, well, you bougie though, See, and you and, and some of these other listeners are bougie, just like you and they. Y'all try to y'all try to seem like y'all this high class, <laughs> these high class type of people that you know. See, this I, is what I was. I looking for. fine dining and all this other stuff, all right, man. Look, whose voice was that? Y'all. <laughs> that's what. That's how y'all sound to me. I like my fried chicken with ketchup or hot sauce. Uh, hot sauce is fine, right? Hillary Clinton loves hot sauce. She has it in her bag. Sure, uh, and you know it's delicious to me. Okay. But I don't understand why y'all get up on like y'all on this this high pedestal. It's not a high pedestal. When y'all come in here and then you kind of leech on Alvin because he's so bougie. So they try to be like, you know, Team Alvin. Okay, well, listen, I'm never trying to disrespect your flavor uh, palette yeah. or any of those things. But you are, you do though. No, I'm just saying right. sometimes it catches me off guard. Sometimes you go, you just catch Don't seat. patronize me, man. No, I'm just You are. Don't do that. Hey, man, hey, hey don't hey, do man. that. Hey, man, get your finger out of my face. <laughs> don't do that. 
Hey, don't you do hey that. Man, hey, man. Don't you do Hey, that. let me tell you something. This podcast will be over. <laughs> don't you dare. Hey, let me tell you something. <laughs> don't you if you dare. fucking mush the side of my face with that finger, <laughs> it's going to be some furniture moving in <laughs> don't here. Don't you dare. Okay? I might like a scone, but I like a scuffle as well. <laughs> don't you dare. Okay? So, listen. I Sometimes you say stuff and I go, oh, I've never had that combination of flavors before. And so that- it, So, how you, have you, you never ate fried chicken with ketchup? I can't say that I've dipped my chicken in ketchup before. I've, have I had like a chicken box with the whole rig, the works and salt, pepper, and the ketchup yeah. and all that and, and messy? Yes. But when I go, ooh, thanks, you know, Nana, for making me some fried chicken. I love yeah. it. And then I go, where's the ketchup to put on the side with the Velveeta macaroni and the string beans? Yeah. Ketchup is never a thought of mine when I'm eating the, the chicken. I get, but it's like, I don't. Now, if you go chicken and fries. But I don't. Chicken I don't, and fries. But yeah, but I don't, I don't use. If I'm at a Thanksgiving, for example, uh-huh. and it's a plate full of, like you said, I don't, I'm not like where, I'm not like I need ketchup also. I just, it's sometimes I go like, this may need some ketchup. <laughs> if I can't just like get it down, like. Uh, get it down. I mean, like if it's just not. Full of taste. Maybe you don't like. Maybe you don't like fried no. chicken, man. If it's not, no, if it's not full of taste, hey, let's unpack like, this though, man. Maybe what? you don't like fried chicken. Why are you? Do, why are you I forcing? Why are you forcing it down? No, I, no. I mean, like, if I'm eating and I'm going like, this is not like. It's not. Fla- it's doesn't not taste good. Flavorful. So it could use some ketchup. Yeah, or it could be. So like a one steak sauce. What a, okay. Like on a bad steak, people will put a one steak what sauce. You mean a bad steak? <laughs> what are we talking about here, man? <laughs> what do you mean by that? What do you mean a bad steak? I use A1 on any on all my steaks. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> so you're telling me a top-notch steak don't need A1 cell. No, A1 steak cell. no, no. It shouldn't ever that's, need anything on it. That's new to me, man. That's news. That's breaking news to me. So I was trying to use an analogy to kind of get on common ground with you about the chicken, and now you're mad at me about the A1 no. steak sauce, too. No, nah, man. So, so turkey. Let's not Don't do that What Don't fucking do that Because I already know What you're about to no, do and it's No not no no this. Listen let me finish Turkey Do you like turkey I love I'm not a fan I'm of turkey a, I'm okay with right. turkey So do you eat turkey by itself No you put gravy on it Gravy Yeah <laughs> What No I don't, I don't What eat were turkey. you about to say Ketchup Oh come <laughs> on man No you gotta stop You gotta stop You gotta stop you gotta stop. This podcast is over. This is done. This is absolutely done. No, 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 no. We're no, no. It's, it's, it's time for the show. Yeah, obvious. We got a problem here. And it's more than just obvious. Dream and punisher. When life begins to suck, who's reporting it? Luckily, you got two friends who you won't forget. Coming live. Alvin and friend on survival. Laughing nonstop. Case drops on a cycle. Louder than intrusive thoughts off an iPhone. How they make the world seem bright with the lights off? It might as well stay up Lies being told Like that dinosaur BS Magnifying glass To the ground If they don't see us Having the time Roasting your favorite pizza Bougie ain't an option It's the way Take it to the grave Have moving to the place You already know When they take the case Laugh the pain away It's affirmative Hello and welcome to another episode of Affirmative Murder, the Equal Opportunity True Crime Comedy Podcast. I am Alvin Williams, joined as always by my partner in true crime, Francel Evans. Oh yes, wait a minute, Mr. Postman. Yeah, man, I'm the mailman. Can't you tell, man? Gonna post it. Hey guys, so back to what I was saying. <laughs> no, you're uh, not. Like, <laughs> that's what I was saying. You're not rolling that into this. You leave that in the past. We gotta- I'm not finished. Now. I don't eat turkey. I'm not a fan of turkey like that. So I, but I don't eat, I don't, I'm not a fan of gravy either, being quite honest with you. 
Okay. Mashed potatoes, I don't I don't need gravy. You just eat them straight up? Yeah. Continue. I'm not Mashed potatoes. Do your then, thing. And then you have some turkey. Turkey is dry. I'll right. throw up right now if you say you eat ketchup, mashed potatoes, and turkey. No, I don't do that. No. Okay. All no, right. no, no. But I, the ketchup is for the turkey. <laughs> for sure. Just for clarification, are you saying that like on Thanksgiving, you might have the tur- the ketchup out for the turkey? I may. If it's like dry, I go like, I need to. I need to. I need, I need assistance to get this down. But the, why are you getting food down? <laughs> Stop getting food. I want you to enjoy food. Come over, come food. over to this side. I know you say it bougie. But I want you to, you should be getting your food down. What do you mean? Get out. I got to eat it. But you should be enjoying it. But if it's dry, I go like, I can't eat this like by itself. I got to. Don't eat it. Just I need don't eat some, it. I need some, some, you know, moist. Uh-huh. And ketchup. To get it all around. Oh, and you got to come on, man. You, you, sound like, you sound like Joey Chestnuts, man. You can't be living your life eating Food like I'm not, hot dog I'm, not like, I'm not eating hot dogs and and, and uh, uh chugging water, water behind it, swashing it around your yeah. mouth all together. God, that's insane, man. <laughs> anyway, listen, I wanted uh, I wanted to um, let you know that sometimes trying to live on the edge, not the edge, but just you know being a uh, 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 bold with your food mm-hmm. can backfire. Um, this past weekend, I went on a little beach trip with my lady, mm-hmm. and I got. Scallops. Ooh, okay. With Which you who? With you who? We can, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, that's that works. Fine. That works. That's, yeah. fine. that's fine. <laughs> Tap it away. We'll move on. Um, but I got scallops. Okay. Right? Got scallops, went out, had a great night. And you had scallops it, before, though, right? Oh, I love scallops. Okay. I will never eat a scallop again. Hmm. Um, I went, we went out, had a couple of drinks, danced, whatever, had a good time. Middle of the night, Violently ill. Mm. Next into the next day, violently ill. Hives all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Um, lightheaded, clammy. Uh, until like seven p.m. the next day, I was queasy and sick. I got food poisoning from scallops, and I love scallops. The scallops I ate were delicious. They made me sick. Sometimes you eat shit that you know is not baked chicken or salmon or. You know, uh, the stuff, a crab cake, mm-hmm. things that you can trust. Yeah. I thought I could trust Sam. I thought I could trust scallops. I was betrayed by them. I'll never eat a scallop again. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes it's good. That thing you said about when I go out to a restaurant, I want to order. I spend my money on something. Yeah. I know it's, it's, it's good. I know it's good. Mm-hmm. I know it's going to do what I need it to do. And there's something to be said about that. So what about the trip? Well, trip was first night was great. Second day, I was in bed and on the toilet. But did it ruin, not ruin completely, but did it ruin part of the overall trip? It made the trip, it made, it made us want to have a do-over because one of the, it was only, it was only a two-day trip. Mm. We we got up early the last day and left. So that third day, not a day. So it did ruin the trip. It ruined the trip because it, we were at a I mean, beach place. Potential, and it was potential for a nice all kind of fun and yeah, yeah, but for the ruined. next day. It was ruined. Yes, my sick. boldness of once again and wow, wow, I just unlocked the memory. Yeah, I mean, or I just made a connection. I told you about my Rainforest Cafe incident with my dad. Yeah, and me trying to put cheese on chicken. Yeah, and how I got sick from that. Couldn't and go, then, and, and now I couldn't go. And now on a trip, nice trip, I tried to be bold food wise mm-hmm. and ruined one of the days of the trip. Yep. So maybe I should start eating like ketchup on turkey and I don't know. Maybe I'm starting to do that. But I'm, but I mean, going, so like you guys was away from home. Mm-hmm. I'm, no, I'm out. I already don't, but uh-huh. like me being away from home. Go Boardwalk like, fries. No, no. I chicken stick, tenders. I stick with the old, you, come on now. I'm now. Look, come on now. 
I'm just saying I'm safe. Oh, okay. Beach, beach I, I don't I wasn't saying I wasn't saying that I wasn't. Tenders, man. I wasn't don't disrespect me like that. Man. I wasn't disrespecting like that. I was saying boardwalk fries and chicken tenders because like beach food. Gotcha. I'm, you're not gonna go to uh, Ocean City yeah. and get lobster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I wouldn't just get it. I'd have to know this is like a yeah. Gordon Ramsay's restaurant. Yeah. I wouldn't just be like, uh Larry's Lobster Shack. Like, oh, let me get a whole lobster out of that no, place. It's it's literally a shack. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You, so you would go and have safe food. Yeah, man. Yeah. I don't want a pretzel just, stuffed with cheese. I'm here having a good time. I don't want this to be ruined because I wanted to like try something new. Yeah. Let me get some board boardwalk sushi. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. No, that's crazy. Not and, doing that. But the restaurant we went to was a nice restaurant. It yeah. wasn't like a boardwalk. It wasn't on the boardwalk. Yeah. It wasn't like we weren't in flip flops and uh, Tommy Bahama shirts. And I was like, let me, I'll have the scallops and I'll have it with the blowfish. Yeah. But it wasn't like that. You know, yeah. it was supposed but to be. just got a bad batch. Got a bad batch. That happened to me with uh, Five Guys. I love Five Guys. You got a bad burger? And I got sick. From Five Guys? Five Guys. And I won't have, I haven't had a burger since. I won't be having a burger. So you while. won't have the grilled cheese cheeseburger? Nah, I won't be. I've been, it's, I've been tempted. I've been <laughs> seeing too I, many viral videos. I got salad. Nah, I'm good. Nah, I'm, I'm good on that for a while, man. Fuck all five of those yeah, guys. I'm good on that for a while. I get it. So it, and that's what happened. I can't. T- I can't even explain to you how much I love scallops, man. Yeah. In a buttery sauce, and they get seared, and it's, it's it, to me, it's like the steak of the sea. I love it. It's like the way to me. Yeah, man. Like sometimes a bad batch can ruin something for you, even mm-hmm. something you love a lot. Like I love yeah. scallops. I don't think I'll ever use a scallop again. So it'll be a while. It'll yeah, be it'll be it'll that part. Yeah, it'll, it'll at least it won't be. I won't be like doubling back anytime nah, soon. Nah. It'll have to be years, and I have to see a menu, and it's like scallops dipped in a. It have to the, yeah. the way the description have to be like, damn, those sound good, and they yeah. don't make my. One, it, it, the the feeling it's like a trauma. Yeah. So oh, now yeah. when I see a scallop, I read scallop on the menu. As of today, it'll yeah. it'll make my stomach a little turny. Oh yeah, that's how it was. You know, I used to love checkers. Mm-hmm. I haven't been checkers in like ten years. Bad batch. Yeah. Nope. Sometimes you come across a bad batch, man. <laughs> and I go, nah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> a big fish. I'm okay. I'm not. I'm not gonna do a big. <laughs> I'm not gonna do a a big Buford and a big fish combo. Yeah, yeah. That's big. That's checkers, right? The yeah, Buford. I, I didn't eat that, but yeah, the big Buford. Yeah. yeah, big yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why do you, <laughs> bro? Listen, you can call me all the names you want to. I was in the same drive-through right next to you. Like, yeah, let me get your thing and then give me a Buford on top of that. I was there, bro. I was there. Why I do you know remember it. that, man. That's, Just, crazy, that's my man. order. You get the you get the two for five. A strawberry soda. I forgot about that, man. Yeah. And, man, and, I and forgot about some, large strawberry. Man, See, I haven't been there in so long, man. That's so big it can't even fit in the cup holder. Strawberry. Just too much strawberry soda. An ungodly amount That's of strawberry crazy, soda, man. man. I forgot about that. And give me the box of the of the, of the the checkers fries. Yeah. Rallies for other people in other yes. regions. Yeah. And if you don't have either, I'm sorry to you. Um, but yeah, no, I was there, man. I, I, I experienced all those things. Yeah, I, I had a many a Big Buford in my day. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, folks, uh, I, we've been mentioning it over the last couple of episodes, but this is the first official episode where Fran and I are trying out a new format. We're really excited to um, kind of switch things up a bit, um, and uh, we hope that you guys enjoy it as well. So before we take a quick break, I wanted to give a quick shout out to two new Patreon members. Uh, because it's uh, a short list, I'm not going to go through the whole rigmarole, so I'm sorry, but this is more passion. I wanted to go acapella on this one, Fran. I wanted to give a big shout out to Wendy First of all, love Wendy's. While we're talking about rallies and checkers, I mean, Wendy's, unsung hero of the fast food industry. Yeah. Square Burgers, the Frosty, Mm -hmm. recently in the last couple of years, Les has convinced me to get on the Frosty Fry train. Frosty Fry, I have that. I've done done it. Vanilla, all right. 
or, or chocolate. I, I did, did chocolate. I didn't do chocolate. I get it. Yeah. It's not something I would do on the regular, but if but somebody not, had a frosty, nasty. it's not nasty. Yes. It's not nasty. I saw people, uh, Lizzo, shout out to Lizzo, was trying to convince people there was like the watermelon with mustard mm-hmm. thing. And she ate it and was like, it's not that bad. People were putting or- mustard on Oreos and shit. No, that's crazy. But the, sw- the chocolate salty, yeah. com- I get it. It's almost like a chocolate covered pretzel. I get the concept of it. It's not something I'm going to run to again, but I enjoyed it when I had it. So shout out to Wendy. I don't know if all the Wendy's in the world all kind of rock and bang for the Wendy's franchise. Yeah. But if, if you do, that's a shout out to you and your uh, sisterhood of Wendy's. Um, and then lastly, we got a shout out to Lana P. Shout out to Lana P. Um, from a distance, looks like she's got a great smile. All of her teeth look white, Fran, if you can, uh, you can, if you can attest to that. Very small picture, but yeah. the, they look pretty pearly to me. So good job and kudos to you. I don't know if you use some kind of fluoride rinse or something like that, but if you do, keep <laughs> good it up. To her, uh, yeah, good nice job. Teeth. Yeah, good compliments to her dentist. Compliments <laughs> to the chef, um, and all that around. You know, maybe not the chef. Maybe she doesn't eat anything that's like uh, messy or dirty, like coffee, stains your teeth. Yeah. So shout out to Alana. Keep it up with those teeth. Keep doing your thing. Working on them teeth. Um, what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we are gonna get into some fucked up shit. So stick around. Affirmative Murder is brought to you by My Life in a Book. With Mother's Day right around the corner, I just know you guys are thinking about a truly special gift for your mom. But let me tell you about a pretty priceless gift. MyLifeinabook.com It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book that you could pass down from generation to generation. Which I think is a pretty awesome memento to leave behind. Here's how it works. Every week, MyLifeinabook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions that you want to ask. Your mother or the mother can either type her response or record her voice. MyLifeInABook.com then compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audio book using her voice recordings. It would be like preserving her voice and her stories for all of eternity. Your mom's giving you a lifetime of stories and this is your chance to give her a way to share them. I'm in the middle of my mylifeinabook.com journey, and I'm really excited to see how it turns out. I've been asking some pretty thought-provoking and funny questions, and, you know, I'm excited to see the response, but I'm also just excited to have the physical book in my hands and know that I can look back on it in 20, 30 years. The interface is super user-friendly. The questions are super easy to set up. It's a breeze of a process. So what I need you to do is check out mylifeinabook.com. That's mylifeinabook.com. And use code AMP. That's A-M as in Mother's Day. P, at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for the mom in your life this Mother's Day. One more time, that's mylifeinabook.com. Use code AMP for 10% off today. All right, and we are back. Uh, Fran and I, this week, are going to tell you the story of one Richard Babyface James White. So the early 90s were a wild time for the city of New York. Um, it was still in crisis from the crack epidemic, like we and Fran were talking about, and skyrocketing violence. And then on top of that, there was the terror attack at the World Trade Center that killed six people instantly. There was a bombing on like the first floor or the fifth floor, um, which, again, I don't know. I, I still I never did full research on to why the World Trade Center. I guess they 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 trade in money. It's like a lot of like. Uh, is that what is that? Is that what is, is that what it's called? I that? believe so. Like, I just I always am like, why was it a target of a terrorist attack twice? Like, what is so special about that building? Yeah. I never really learned what they do in there. 
but it must be something if it was attacked twice. Mm. Anyway, um, so as if tensions weren't high enough in the city, a string of off-duty undercover police killings had left the, the NYPD dumbstruck and on high alert. So mm-hmm. they were just like police officers coming out of convenience stores, getting gunned down. Yeah. And for whatever reasons, obviously we'll never be able to prove those, but there's a lot of speculation that, you know, like we talked about, the crack epidemic made a lot of millionaires. Millionaires need protection from the police. Then you got a lot of police who are like, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, uh, make sure, I'll give you some tips. I'll even, maybe I'll take your drugs from here to there. Yeah. I'll do some work for you. And now... You, you can wear that badge all you want to, but you're involved in gang activity. Oh, for sure. You're in dr- involved in drug and gang activity, and a rival drug and gang member can go, that guy, that cop's on the payroll. Yeah, he locks us up. He locks us up so his guy that pays him can keep selling drugs. Right. So get him out of here. Yeah. You know, and that's speculation, obviously, but that is also kind of proven. Dangerous lifestyle. Very dangerous lifestyle. Yeah. With the drug, the, uh, the gun trace task force here in Baltimore. I mean, it was, you know, I, I, you know, I know that that's kind of, I bring that up a lot, but I bring it up a lot because people, if you don't know about it, you need to look into it. It's insane. Once you get a taste of that kind of money, that's the thing about that fast life of the streets. Yeah. If you've seen that that type of money come in like that. Bro, you know how long it takes me to save, how long it would take me to save $20,000? Yeah. When you could, in in theory, if you don't give a fuck about going to prison until it happens, you just go, Oh, if I do boom, 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 I'll have $20,000 by Friday Yeah, in cash yeah. right here in my hand. Yeah. Once you get a taste of that, I can see how it could be hard to turn oh, yeah. away from that. Yeah. Especially if you let go. <laughs> I'm a bitch. So if you're able to let go of the like prison and all that shit, dying, if you're able to let go of that, it's like, no, nah, fast money. Yeah. It's, temp- it's tempting. Especially when you think you're, a, I'm still a good guy. I still right. protect and serve. I just do a little thing on the side. They're going to do it anyway. Well, so. if you're getting away with it, yeah. Exactly. If it's like you do it like a handful of times, you're like, yeah, it's whatever. It's a little extra. It's bonus 50 money. 50 grand like a month. Yeah, it's a little extra money, whatever. I still, go, I, st- I still go, and if a guy's beating a woman, I go in there, I lock him up. I'm a good guy. That's the dangerous part about those corrupt cops because they will never understand that they're bad. Yeah. Because in their mind, any kind of thing that they're doing on the side is justification because they go out and risk their life every day. And all that's true. Yeah. They go out and they try to help people. And they, when, when there's gunfire, they run towards it and all that shit. So if I go and I uh, take this guy's pills and I bring them to this guy and they give me an envelope of money, so what? Yeah. Somebody's going to do it. Why not let it be me? Cause I deserve it's, it. It's like a, um, it's like a, this high level type of gang initiation type mm-hmm. of thing where it's like, they don't have to, you know, Get jumped in and stuff no. like that. Just, I have a badge. So mm-hmm. it's like they kind of let you, you kind of we kind of let you slide. Yeah, ain't on getting on this, but you like you're a part of this. Like you, hunt, you like you, we shook hands. On yeah, kind of mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah, yeah. It's like you might have some some kind of plausible deniability, possibly. But if this goes to court, I'm saying you're a dirty cop oh, who did this for yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna try to get you in trouble. You can try to use the police union and. The police lawyers to say he's a liar. He's a why are you going to believe a, a a felon or whatever? But like, you did this crime with me, and I will say your name. Yeah, and that might not be so easy. So yeah, it's not it's not like you can just go. Oh, I just did it a couple times. It's not that big of a deal. Like no, no, you're in. You're in for a penny, in for a pound. So you you it's do true. a you do a run for me one time as a cop. I'm going to remember that. Yeah, and I'm going to make a little jokes and, like, hey, and man, if it's benefited me, oh, I'm coming back. Coming yeah, I'm back. asking you to do something else with me. For oh sure. yeah, for sure, man. Like man, that went off without a hitch. Yeah, I need some. And then if you go, nah, man, that was one time. I go, okay, well, I gave you five. How about ten? Money talks. Yeah. Yep. So, in a city gripped by fear, a young man stood in the lane all by himself for his short temper, childlike face, and itchy trinker finger. Richard Babyface James White was a 19-year-old kid from Flatbush, Brooklyn. 
And after his brother, Glester, was gunned down in 1991, Babyface, who earned the nickname for looking like a 12 or 13-year-old boy and standing just 5'5", five, five, went on a deadly revenge tour. He looks like... He Sean, looks like you, kind of. He looks like Sean Puffy Combs. <laughs> a shade lighter. <laughs> but yeah, it's like that baby he face. Like yeah, 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 yeah. He he looks like a young guy. <laughs> he looks like he's got that Pharrell disease. Yeah. Well, not disease. Pharrell, Pharrell doesn't have a disease, but like Pharrell's 50 or something, and he looks 22. That's great genetics. It is. I think he's like Filipino and black. Is he? So it like merged in this way, the youthfulness, the glow. Yeah. Just even baby face. The, yeah, the singer, he's yeah. like 60 years old and looks 37, yeah. which is still crazy. Like yeah, yeah. 37 might not look young, but when you're 60, yeah. that's great. Yeah, man. But 5'5". Five, 5'5", five, 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 and you look 12 or five, 13 five, years, slim, no mustache. Bill. Yeah, man. Yeah. You, you walk around look like 70. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's, 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 de- it's, de- it's deceptive. Yeah. Yeah. You're 19 and you look 12. You can, that's unassuming. Oh, yeah. People might not even look your way. Right. You know? Yeah, you're not aware of what this guy's capable of. Exactly. This it's guy, like that. Man, it's like Orphan. Yeah. Remember Orphan? Yeah. The movie? Yeah. That one was crazy. When she like tried to have sex with the dad, I was like, all right, this is kind of going too far. <laughs> I know it's a movie and everything, but that's weird. Yeah. But you, were you into it though? What? I mean like into the movie. Were you oh. Like- <laughs> <laughs> it was a great oh, movie. Man. Yeah, it was a great movie, man. Yeah, it was a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you asking me, man? You know these are on. <laughs> you know these microphones are on, right? So you just try to Chris Hansen me? <laughs> but you liked it? Were you into it? Yeah. Why don't you have a seat for me? Try to get you. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you sit down? <laughs> so after all the stuff, all the stuff we just discussed, friend, I thought it was kind of ironic that the NYPD was very adamant about how they saw Babyface as as younger. Yeah. Since a lot of studies have shown that police and a lot of people in general see black kids as two, three times older than they typically are. Really? And more as of more of a threat. You know, so they might okay. see a 11-year-old and think he's 17. They might see a 12-year-old think he's 20. And it's just this kind of, and not only that, but also think that they're automatically up to no good. There's no benefit. of It's like, you That's know. all black people. Huh? I think it's all like black men. Sure, but like a 12-year-old boy is not a black man. I didn't look like a black man at 12 years old. So the idea that somebody could see me at 12 years old and think a uh, black male, like go on a microphone, uh, yeah. a walkie-talkie and go, Black male, 17 to 20. You know, it's just the way, and again, it's, it's all, I guess you could, you, could, you could depict it all as anecdotal, but I feel like anecdotal is a word that if you get enough of a collection of data, it's not anecdotal anymore. Like if you can go, oh, uh, the, I, I saw a video of a police officer going into a, a kindergarten and putting a kid in handcuffs. I saw a video of a police officer who was a resource officer at a school, slammed a kid down on the ground. And I saw 40, 50 videos like that. Then it's not just this anecdotal story from Crystal Lake, Florida. I've seen this is the way that they operate yeah. against children. And I don't see it happen as often in reverse. Yeah. And so it's, it is, I, I saw a sense of irony in it that they see this 19-year-old kid. Now, obviously, he's 5'5 five, five and has a fresh, clean face. And it's the reverse. They don't see him as an adult. They see him as a kid. Yeah. So Babyface was arrested on February 19th, 1991 for a shooting that police believe was in retaliation for the death of his brother a month earlier. Officers alleged that James White shot and tried to kill Kevin Smith, who was also 19 years old. Babyface jumped bail and eluded arrest for years, committing a series of murders along the way. Next question. Go for it. Do you believe in karma? Do I believe in karma? Yes. 
I've had this debate with my grandmother, Grandma Kelly, where it, and her 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 philosophy on it is hilarious because of the type of person that she is. My grandmother's like ruthless. She says whatever comes to her mind and whatever, oh, yeah. and she says I don't believe in karma or any of that kind of stuff because if it was if it was real, it would have happened to me. That's true. And she goes a lot of times when you think about it, you can manifest it in a way that anything that could happen to you that's an inconvenience, you write it off as karma. So it's almost like by feeding into karma, you make it real because you might just get a flat tire because you ran over a nail. But if you did something that you feel guilty about and then you get a flat tire, it's like karma. Yeah. So I kind of ride the fence on it. I do. I I live my life by karmic rules. I don't fuck over people if I can help it. Obviously, I don't I never fuck over people on purpose because I just want my I want my karma to be good. Yeah. But I also subscribe to. Sometimes you can see you something can happen to you, and it just was a thing that was going to happen to you. Yeah, and yeah. If you feed too much into karma and the universe and stuff, you're going to put the karma on that thing when it just was like that's just something that was going to happen. I get that. So what about revenge? Do I believe in revenge? No, I mean, like, are you pro revenge? Ooh, that's a hard one. I mean, we live very different lives, friend. You know, like we, we, not <laughs> okay. me. I'm saying me, you, both of us. Yeah, I know. Yeah, like yeah. revenge. How, like what? Somebody cuts me off. I'm going to cut them back off. No. But like somebody kills my brother or yeah, yeah. kills my cousin. Yes. Or if I'm that person, I don't, I can't even, I don't know. You okay. Know what I mean? So do you, any, um, do you excuse any, I'm talking about just strictly revenge any crime like that? Do you, is it? Is this? Oh, like is it like, like you? You're you, you should get off for it. Yeah. No, no. No. Absolutely not. Don't matter what it is. No. 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 Because we've mean, seen. We've there's been stories out there where like you know, fathers go after child for sure like that. That guy that shot the he was uh, at the airport when the guy the guy molested his son. Yeah. And I'm sure he did seven. They didn't give him life, but they gave him something. Yeah. It's like you killed a guy, man. Like I, I understand that. I understand what you're saying. Your reason for it was. But you can't just kill somebody or beat somebody up because they did this. You know, if if the police get involved. Yeah. If, like, listen, let's say I have a sister. But let's say you had a sister. Mm-hmm. She has a boyfriend. Boyfriend puts his hands on her. Yeah. And you go fuck him up. That's revenge. That's a correction. That's we handled it in house. But if that guy goes and calls the police and presses charges against you, you beat him up. Now, if, now, if you can convince your sister to leave him and press charges against him, if you want to try to make it all balanced legally, that's a different conversation. But him hitting your sister and then you going and beating the shit out of that person, whatever comes from the charge, if he goes to be a bitch and not just accept his spanking of you don't put your hands on women, if he goes and presses charges against you, you can't tell the judge, well, he hit my sister. So I broke his jaw. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, you owe him restitution and you're going to go do 90 days in prison. So you know what I mean? Like, it depends. If we're talking about under the umbrella of law, no, there's no such thing as revenge. But if you can get away, if somebody wrongs your family, kills your XYZ, your cousin, yeah. your whatever, and then you are a, that kind of person. Street revenge. Street revenge. And you can do it and you can get away with it, then yeah, you got revenge. Yeah. But when the police come knocking, they're not trying to hear anything about, well, he shot my cousin, so I got him back. You're going to prison. Like like you said, when law gets involved, I think it's it's not much you can do. You can't yeah say like, hey man, he this person did this, so my reaction to that was this. Yeah. Like like you said, they're not gonna want to hear that. But and I but I mean like if somebody goes that far for revenge, I think they already came to peace with that. Like whatever comes mm. with this, I think that's a different that's, that's also a different conversation. Yeah. Cause cause that's saying 
I accept whatever comes with this, like you said. Yeah. Not, I don't think I should be in trouble. Yeah. I should just be allowed to do this. Yeah. That's different. That's almost, not even almost, that's way more powerful. Yeah. To be like, hey, man, they wronged me and I can't even exist in this world until I get my get back. Yeah. I can't let this sit on, and if that's life in prison, if that's whatever, if they kill me, whatever it is, then that's, it is what it is. Yeah. So, I mean, I, there's something I respect in that for sure. But the idea that I could see somebody going to get revenge. You shot my homeboy in a drive-by with rival gang members, mm-hmm. and I go back and get revenge. And then you're crying in court about when you get your life sentence? Yeah. Because you, you don't think you should get it? It's like, no, you killed somebody. Yeah. And you got caught. Yeah, I think, I think at that point they already know, like, I can live with... Because I think some people can't... If something happens to, like, a fan, whatever it is... Can't they, let it go. They can't let that go. They can't go on and live their life, like... Regularly, when yeah. like it's like, I this I need to do something about this. That's selfish, though. For example, I mean, somebody being killed, that's different. But like, let's say, example, the guy that killed that guy. That guy kidnapped his son and molested his son. I believe was something, and I can't remember his name, but people know the story. He was at the pay phones and yeah, he yeah. turned around, like in yeah, a yeah. disguise. That was selfish because you could not let go of the thought of what happened to your son, but your son could have used your guidance, an ear, therapy, things that are about him. Mm-hmm. That was about the dad. The dad's pride, the dad's anger is like, you my you did this to my son. I don't, I, don't, I don't fully agree with that only because you don't have kids. That's true. So I don't I don't That's fully true. I don't fully That's true. agree with, I, some of that is true, but but the sum of it, do you hear the sum of it I what get I'm it, saying? But it's like that's you created that person, bro. And it's like I'm not going to you're not going to let anybody I just get, get away with Whatever with your child, sure, and yeah, that it, yeah, you can say it's selfish because like because now you're going to child, prison for the rest right, of your, your life. child will potentially rather you be here than to be in prison or mm-hmm. whatever. But for him, I don't think it had anything with the ego. He would have never been able ego. to go to sleep. No, no. or look at it, or no. look at his kid. No. Or, okay, yeah, I, I, that's where it, that's where the translation yeah. is lost because I don't have to look at a kid and go, what if I disappointed them or if in my mind, yeah, because it's all about again. That's that's why I say ego though because yeah, it's yeah. like. If you don't know for a fact that your kid is thinking, you disappointed me, you weren't there for me, that's your mind. Yeah. And you can't ever look at your kid the same because you always think, I let that happen to them. Right. I can't believe I wasn't there for them. But if that's you. Ego ego is a guy taking my girlfriend and, you know, having sex with her and, like, blowing it, putting it in my face. and put, Sure. That's what that's ego. That's mm-hmm. when you go, like, no, fuck. No, hell no. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's, it's just a, it's a. It's a. Uh, it's different. I get it. I think it's just different when it's like when you say ego. It's primal. And, yeah. yeah. It's it's a it's yeah. it's it's your seed. It's yeah. a an, it's the animal in us. Yeah. I get that, and I and I and I concede that because again, I don't have kids. But you know, Mr. James White, kind of most of what he did was the reason why we got started on that whole conversation was revenge. It was yes. Like, he felt like somebody killed my brother. Somebody killed my brother, and whoever. I heard this guy it's was involved. Responsible in. for this, mm-hmm. I'm coming after. But it spiraled. Yeah, and it turned, yeah, yeah. and then it, it got so far from yeah, it. And now he just was in. The, now he just is like he just loved it. It's like, all right, man, you can't keep using yeah, that. You can't like, use that like, excuse. To be honest, this guy didn't do anything to your brother. It got way out of hand. You can't keep falling back <laughs> right. on that. See, it's, it's like a guy that's like you know, oh man, you know, uh, I keep I keep doing all these women wrong because I was in a relationship. It's like that relationship was ten years yeah, ago. Yeah, man. It's like you can't just keep saying that, man. You can't do that. No, you're a sick. You're a sick individual. You're a sick guy. Like, no, nah, that a guy killed my brother, so now I kill everybody. Yeah, man. You no. know, so that's what he. That's the logic that he followed. Yeah. And Babyface put real fear in the NYPD. Yeah, and they told their officers to not get close 
when they spotted him because he was quick to draw his weapons and would get in the shootout in broad daylight at the drop of a That's hat. That's a dangerous, dangerous Very dangerous. Individual. And he looks like a child. A Taj Maori. From, <laughs> he looks like the smart guy. Yeah. So so that's crazy that the uh, Taj Maori pulling the hammer out on yeah. on thirty first and Lennox or whatever and just fucking dumping the gun. Yeah, that's crazy. So the, they had to really put out a PSA because they couldn't find him. He blended in well in, in, in Flatbush. He he looked like a kid. So when he killed Kevin Smith and he jumped bail, he didn't like leave the country. He no. just left the police station. Yeah, <laughs> he just went back to Flatbush. So uh, Babyface also had a growing mythology in the streets of New York as well. There were rumors likely spread by him, mm-hmm. uh, that his ability to evade police captivity no. while also terrorizing his neighborhood came from him going to Jamaica and shipping his clothes over there, and he would give them to an OB practitioner in order to receive magic. And an OB, OB is Caribbean sorcery, yeah, uh, like island magic. Basically, uh, the rumor was he paid a sorcerer to make him invisible to his enemies, mm-hmm. and he believed that, and that's what allowed him to it's like it's, it's the same thing as karma. Yeah. If you believe in it, if you believe you're invisible, you might be a little quicker to pull the gun out because like you can't even see me. If it's you, like John Cena. Right. And, but if it's, it's so weird to I think that goes with anything. If you go, I'm the fastest person in the world mm-hmm. and you keep winning races. Yeah. It's like it's like, how can it be disproved? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> if shit keep going your way with anything, you go like, I am. What? I'm I, I really am. invisible. I'm, you, I've, nobody can see me. I'm I've never, never been shot at. Never been, I shoot this gun. <laughs> At 1 p.m. in Times Square at yeah. people, and nobody arrests me. I'm invisible. Yeah. You're right. Like, no, you can't, can't tell me you I'm can't not. Disprove this. <laughs> right. Tell me wrong. He's like, you're like, listen, bro, babyface, you're not invisible. He's like, I'm not. Watch this. <laughs> bah, 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 bah. He just starts shooting people. They're like, what are you doing, man? He's like, well, I don't hear any sirens. Right. Nobody's doing anything. Yeah. I'm invisible, man. So, with his newfound belief, he would get into shootouts with the police and get hit with no bullets. Yeah. He was in. Multiple shootouts with police yeah. and other people as well, which we'll get into. But he was this guy. This is this story is kind of a, a modern day. That's why I like um, I just hope that I would love a day where everything about uh, cinema as far as in, in the black lens, mm-hmm. they we get the ability to be more free. Like I'm seeing it like that show Swarm and a lot of Jordan Peele stuff and a lot of Donald Glover stuff, because this this is like. Bonnie and Clyde. It's yeah. like the uh, uh, Billy the Kid. It, 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 he's like a cowboy. Yeah. And but instead, it would be under the lens of like a Boys in the Hood. I'm not saying glorify him, but I'm like this guy was. This is an interesting story. Like the and the time again, the time that this was going on, it's like it's not social media is not no. A thing. So it's like so people were believing a lot of the myths, uh, believing and like. Seeing this guy walk up and down the street and yeah. going like, is that this is that person? Him? Yeah. But it's like, you is it? You don't know. You don't, you just don't know because it's not being blasted all over the news mm-hmm. or whatever. He's like, no, like, I'm Taj Maori. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm Emmanuel Lewis. Yeah. Like, right. it's like, but it's just, so it's, it's, <laughs> it's baby face James White. Yeah. No, I'm, that's, I'm Gary Coleman. <laughs> just make it. Just, <laughs> but I mean, like, he just, it's not being blasted. So he can kind of like still walk around and it's like, it's still being pieced together like, who is, is who this person mm-hmm. and like they just not sure who this guy is yet, but they know his name mm-hmm. and shit like that. And he's been he's been caught, but it's just like Yeah. It's, it's like not Chupacabra. It's, it's not hot. It's just not yeah. it's, it's not a lot of attention right now. Yeah. So he can kinda he can walk around invisible. He is on the run, <laughs> quote. Yeah. But he did not leave the city, let alone the state. Right. He did not leave the city of New York and evaded police 
for multiple years while act, not not hiding in a basement. Yeah, going out and busting his gun still. Yeah, he's like he's like walking around with like his book bag with like high with like high school kids. Oh, you know he's yeah, you know he's he's leans into Man. it. He he always keeps a bag in yeah. it, like like a, a shirt with like a lion and a rainbow on it. Like he can just <laughs> he's like oh shit they're on me. Yeah. It's like um, Hitman, like that game Hitman. Yeah. But he always puts on like backwards overalls, like he's crisscross. Yeah, trying to blend in. Yeah, he's like, oh no, I'm twelve. <laughs> <laughs> I think he went that way, officer. He's like, he's making his uh, his R's are yeah. like uh, soft. <laughs> I'm afraid. Nah, <laughs> grown ass, <laughs> grown ass man. I'm afraid. <laughs> I think he went that way, officers. <laughs> Got him again. <laughs> Fools. Yeah. He, pull, he turns his hat back around to the front. Got one of those hats with the spinny with the spinny propeller on it. That's great. <laughs> That's what when the police so colorful. Yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, he became a gang member of a neighborhood gang that specialized in robbery and drug dealing in Prospect Park. Now, pause on that real quick, because what I'm about to say, you probably go, "What? That doesn't that doesn't sound like it's not normal." Mm-hmm. Now, I've heard we've heard gangs going, you know. They do this, they do these, you know, robberies. But sure. I've never heard, maybe it's the wording. Uh-huh. I've never heard somebody say special, <laughs> specialized no. in, in anything. In anything. It's a gang. It's like, what? Just, it's like, a gang of criminals. Like, we, like, we, like, we, like, we rob a kid, but like, we specialize. This is what like, we do really well. We, <laughs> the only gang like, that I know that did that is the gang from Fast and the Furious. They, yeah. used, to, they used to steal DVD yeah. players. Uh-huh. They, they would steal stuff from trucks. Yeah. Now they're fucking superheroes and shit. But originally they were a gang of street race racers who stole things, electronics. Yeah. So this be like, yeah, they're like, we specialize in it's this. Just, it just sounds like. It's giving them too much credit. Too much credit, but it's like, okay, if anybody was like looking for a gang, they're like, I want. Yeah. Uh, I'm good I, need, I need people that uh, rob 7-Elevens. Yeah. It was like, we're, I'm, the, we're the best. I, like, but I, I mean, like, I'm a criminal, but I'm good at robbing. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm good at, you know, stealing guns. Yeah. These are my what, attributes. What gang? Yeah. What's the best gang? Yeah, so I get the most money. Yeah. Like, get us like, the get, get us the Parkside gang. <laughs> They're really good at uh, stealing purses from That's women. That's crazy to me, man. They I specialize just, in it. <laughs> If right. they had specialties and skills, they wouldn't be in a gang. Right. They'd be a HVAC person or a plumber or hey, something. Man, they specialize in whatever they do. How about you specialize in a trade? Right. Go to trade school. <laughs> you know, you don't have any special skills. You're not Liam Neeson. So, like I said, he joined this uh, gang that uh, resided in Prospect Park, and mm-hmm. this uh, heightened his police interactions because they were committing crimes. And also, this is a very bold move for someone who is literally on the run for murder. But hustle's got to hustle, right? You know, you yeah. got to keep money in your pocket, got to sell a little drugs, commit a little grand larceny. Even if you got a body on you, what am I going to not eat? And I got to buy all these disguises? Yeah. You think Oshkosh is cheap? <laughs> it ain't. <laughs> so police believe that Babyface was one of five people who held up an armored car in Flatbush in, in April of 1991, attempting to get away with $101,000. The robbery ended in the death of a transit authority worker named Robert Singleton, in a blazing shootout. Like they shot like 25, they found like 25 shell cases at the scene. It was a straight up, in the middle of the day, tried to rob an armored truck, shootout. Yeah. And killed one of the drivers. You ever seen a, a back of an armored truck before? Yeah, like you might ride past a bank and it'd be open, but you don't make any jokes like that. I didn't do it, but like I would assume, don't go like, what are you guys doing in there? Because <laughs> they, they pull, don't, don't, don't touch the truck, step your foot on there, step in it real bro, quick. Let me tell you, bro. Let me tell you this quick story. So, where our office is, is there is a there's actually two armored armored type of businesses behind us. Got it. Oh, like they where the armored trucks they sell them or something. No, no, no. I mean like where the money. Like, oh, where they take it to. They take it to. Got it. This is probably the only time. 
Uh huh. And I don't know if you had one of these moments of anybody on the list has had one of these moments with like, this might have time. I might have would have risked it. <laughs> <laughs> you thought about it. So the armored truck. I don't mm-hmm. know if this guy was new. Hit the turn right, and the the back of the thing opened, and the from what I saw, there's money. There's they Bags use these big no. They use these big square glass. Oh okay. Containers uh-huh. clear with money. I sure. went, and it was hanging out. I went. If that thing would have falls out, go grab it real quick. Oh. <laughs> you can outrun an armored truck. Man, They're definitely slow. People blowing the horn, like, because I mean, like, if the, it the, could the, be, so the doors are like flapping around, like it's, it's bad, like bad boys, is, and the shit is hanging off, like it's about, like I don't know if it's like it's supposed to be locked, in, but yeah. it's hanging off. Okay, so it like looks like a fucking Michael Bay movie, like it was a highway chase, yeah, chase man, scene. Yeah, and I'm like, and people blowing the horn, like, hey, but I mean, like, this could have, it could have went like, it could have been like money all over the side, but it could have been one person that just went past and went like. Oh, this is a oh, this is a lick. This is a lick, right? Yeah, uh-huh. a guy like Babyface. <laughs> he already did half. The, he already did half the job for me. Man. The doors unlocked. Oh, this is gonna be a breeze. I don't gotta put a gun to his head and tell him to unlock the doors. It's <laughs> gonna be man. But there was one time when if that shit, if it fell out and fall, and that, pff, I don't know, man. man. <laughs> but that's the mo- that's the most money I've ever seen. Yeah, it's a, a box sure. a box of money, <laughs> a giant box of money. <laughs> what can you blame me? That's what I would have said when they put the handcuffs on me. You gonna arrest me? Arrest him for being bad at his yeah. job. It's not my fault. Yeah, this is this is entrapment. It's like a bait car. Remember that show Bait Car? Oh yeah. They're like, ooh, look, our Lamborghini. The yeah, car's I, unlocked I and the like keys that. are in the ignition. Like that. that was a show. It's so racist and bullshit. Hey, yeah, it's fucking poor ass neighborhood. And like, is that a Maserati? Come on, man. And then the doors open and the keys are in the ignition. Yeah. But it's one. It's one. It's like a an old luxury car. But like, you know, the doors used to have a little thing on the side where it's up. Yeah, so yeah. So you can go like, oh that that. The car is clearly it's unlocked. <laughs> like, come on. And some people like, in a fucking truck, like punk, like yeah, he's in it. Hit yeah, the button. Yeah, but I mean, like, do you blame the criminals because it's like, no, you're desperate, man. It's, it's that's too easy. It's come on, bro. I can take this and make a quick little twenty. I know where to take it. Get a quick little three grand. I'm hungry. But I think a, I think a veteran go. This is it's too easy. This is too no. Easy. If you're a real booster, this is too easy. You would never. <laughs> that's why I'm saying. That's why it's unfair because yeah. it's just desperate, dumb yeah. people. Because a real the guy that they should be trying to catch the fucking. Nicholas Cage, Gone in 60 Seconds, Karth, Vin Diesel, he would look at that and go, nah, <laughs> it's, a, it's a bait car. Yeah, and just keep walking, car. you know? Yeah. So you're catching like dumb kids or desperate people and shit. It's just, I didn't, I didn't like the show either. Yeah. But anyway, so uh, Babyface, along with his gang, gets into the shootout. They kill Robert Singleton, don't get away with the money. On September 3rd, he and other gang members went to an apartment attend- intending to rob some drug dealers. Specialty. Yeah, it's a special. That's a specialty. Robbing drug dealers. They're like Robin Hood. Yep. So they went there with the intention of doing that. But when they got to the apartment and they walked in, there weren't any drug dealers there. Instead, there were just two women who they proceeded to rape. When Babyface later spotted detectives who were walking with one of the rape victims, he opened fire on them in broad daylight and then escaped in a car. Jesus. So again, even he did something terrible. He's already been doing things terrible, but... This, they're trying to solve a rape, but that, that incriminate that's him. He doesn't yeah. want to go to prison. Because yeah. if they catch me for this, then they're going to they catch me for the murder. Yeah. So he shot his gun at a, a victim of his assault and, and, a, and police and then like ducked away into a car. So again, more bolstering of, I'm invincible. I can do what I want. Yeah. He just kept his, his ego and his belief in himself as a stick-up man or a criminal. It kept growing every time these incidents would happen and he would get away. So investigators also believe he killed 22-year-old Javier Avilla on March 29th of uh, 1992, 
27-year-old Omar D on August 24th of 1992. So this is we're we're way past revenge and your brother and yeah. this is just like gang violent this yeah. robberies this is just he just is on a, on a spree. He they believe he killed 21-year-old Fitzroy Reed on January 6th of 1993. And the chief of police at one time said that some of the killings were rooted in revenge and disputes within the gang. And that others arose from drug disputes. So it's still revenge, but now it's revenge because this gang got your gang. It doesn't have it, it long way from his brother. Right. Now, this is this is not funny, but again, it's going to be a lot of visuals in this that make me laugh, and this is one of them. Uh, Babyface, whether intentional or not, added to his moniker of Babyface by doing childish things within his horrible chaos and murder. For example, he committed a double murder on May first of nineteen ninety three. Eighteen year old Ryan Cambridge and twenty year old. Uh, Dodson Sparman. So the two gentlemen were hanging out on the corner of St. Paul's Court and Ocean Avenue in Flatbush when two boys on a pedal bike came up into their view. There was a boy sitting on the front of the handlebars while the other steered. And this is a scenario that I think, I mean, I don't know if we've all been in, but like, I think that this scenario always, it makes me laugh. But as an adult, I realize how steeped in homophobia a lot of that stuff was because it's the most inconvenient way to transport somebody on a bike, but I've definitely been on some handlebars. Yeah, for sure. But I think the reason I've been on some handlebars is because, hey, man, you're not going to be sitting on my seat and I'm gripping on my waist while yeah. we ride the bike. Yeah, my ass is, your ass is all on my face. Exactly, right? Yeah. So, but like, that's the, that's the best way. I mean, you're throwing the weight off of the bike, yeah, yeah. of the handlebars, yeah. sitting on the handlebars. Everybody wasn't rich enough to pegs. have pegs. Pegs were, really, <laughs> that's what you wanted. Yeah. But if you don't have pegs and we got to get to the store, Either, hey man, sit on the seat, I don't care. No. Or sit on the handlebars. Pegs was a was was. Pegs was Pegs a, was Pegs was. <laughs> Go ahead. Pegs, Pegs, Pegs was a Pegs with what? A status a status symbol. Oh, for sure. If you just like, yo, I'll run you to the store. Yeah. Oh, don't let it be. If you really I knew a kid that was so brolic at like nine, he had pegs on the front and the back. Yeah, man. And he would ride two it would be three people three on the bike. People, yeah. That was, that was he was a different dude. Yeah. That dude's quads today as an adult, probably crazy. Yeah. But anyway, so these two gentlemen on this corner see uh, two kids riding a bike um, with one kid sitting on the handlebars. But it turns out these weren't just simply two kids who were sexually confused and didn't want to touch each other. So one of them sat on the handlebars. The young boy riding on the handlebars was, in fact, babyface. He drew two guns and committed a bicycle drive by. That's crazy. Insane. That's wow. And, in, and again, I'm sure he wasn't like, they're going to think I'm 12 years old. Riding on this bike, but they might have thought that. Yeah. I'm sure he didn't. We're making the jokes about him dressing and you know wearing dressing like a kid from if a Nickelodeon le- show. If, so was he leaning into this, or this was just like, let's just do it. We don't have a car, or that's what I'm saying. I don't <laughs> think he was leaning into. It. I don't think he was like, let's game, hey, man. Don't get a car, get a bike, get a tricycle, get a huffy bike. Let's get both get tricycles and we let's get a tricycle it. with a, a squawkit, squawkit, a little horn on it. And like, what are you? What is it? Saw? Like why? <laughs> Why do and then I saw, I'm picturing the two guys being like, oh, look, those two, good, those two kids probably going to go get an yeah. Italian ice together. And he's yeah. just like, nope, <laughs> pulls out two guns, and it's a hit. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, so it catches you off guard. I don't think that was the case. I just think they didn't have money to get a car. Exactly. But it adds to the lore. Fling, fling. Yeah, so like, they go in <laughs> like, the corner. Man, and the, the two of the guys are like, man, I love kids. I hope I have kids someday, and I see my kid riding a bike but with But I mean, like, after they didn't, like. Oh, spray the bike. That, yeah. No, that's yo, like the, as the drive. Yeah. The, that's what they do when they drive away. They drive away from the yeah, scene. Body spring, like, spring. Hit the corner. Mayhem. Because <laughs> he pulled, I mean, he, pull, he pulled two guns yeah. while sitting on the handlebars of his friend's bike. 
Got great. He must have great core muscles. That's what I'm saying. Like he I mean, stayed like, on the, the bike while the bike was being rode. Yeah. They he killed these two gentlemen, wounded two others. Yeah. So he shot four people. Wow. From the bike of a of a of the, feet all the hand- feet all out in front of you. Like, <laughs> no, that's the same. No, you're right. His core is crazy because the legs are dangling. Yeah, man. And now you don't have the hands to also hold the handlebars yourself. No. No, that's crazy. Guys, you got the recoil of guns. That's what I'm saying. Pulling like, two, two guns is nuts. <laughs> Going to Kimbo on the front of the handlebars is <laughs> insane. But that's the he's all this dude. black magic and all this shit he's, he's been. Invisible. That's how he feels. He's, he's now he's just taking it to next levels. Because he's like, I'm on a bike. Nobody can see me. No. So yeah, I'm, it's like I'm on a bike. it just looks like one guy on a bike. Yeah, and like bullets yeah. flying at him. <laughs> I'm sure that added to his legend as well. When people, when that, when the word got around that day, like, yeah, you know, babyface man, uh, nobody knows really who he is. Yeah, you know, he did a bike drive by, like when the word's getting around Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it probably again bo- his his his, his reputation. Yes, yeah, it's like he wait he did he had two guns and was shooting two guns in the middle yeah. of the day. Yeah, don't fuck with him. No, this is, this guy is not to be played with. <laughs> so his now he's now like reaching peak. Folklore, Chupacabra, Bigfoot. Like, yeah. He's a myth. Bigger, larger than life. After multiple events like this, the NYPD made Richard James White a top priority. They sent out info packets to gang units across all the kind of tri-state and other states that he was known to go lie low in, such as Boston, Baltimore, Philadelphia, Rochester, New York, which is upstate, um, Toronto, and Washington, D.C. So they're like, listen, there's a, a man. Don't be fooled. Yeah. He's a man, but he looks like a little boy. <laughs> He's incredibly dangerous. Approach him with caution. There are many kids, I'm sure, in the 90s who might have got hemmed up by that once they put out, we got to bring this guy in. Yeah. He's too dangerous. So by this point, like, like me and Fran have stated, his reputation as one of the most dangerous men in Brooklyn had been solidified. There were even some people who fled from elementary and middle school boys because they only knew that this man was dangerous and had the face of a baby. So if you're in New York, Flatbush in particular, and you yeah. see a boy you think is a boy, you might go the other way because you only know there's this dude out here. He's got no facial hair. He's little. And with he a will, very short temper. With a short, with a short temper. Yeah. <laughs> and he will pull the gun out at any kind of argument yeah. and kill you. So if I see anybody, I'm not taking any chances. I'm crossing the street. Yeah. A little, you could be a little boy. I could also walk past you, bump shoulders with you, thinking you're a little boy by accident, just bump into you, and now I'm shot. Yep. So people were kind of, like you said, there's no social media. Nobody really knows what he looks like. They just know he looks like a little boy, according to Do you to think he had a high temper because well, he was like, oh, this person can see me. So this person's a threat. Oh, now that's going deep. No, I think he just was, no. a, I think he just was a, a hot-headed criminal I'm not who was very out. confident that he, nobody can fuck with him. I'm not taking it out of the realm of possibility. That he's, like, nuts with that he's like, oh, you saw you me? see me? Then you must you have something. Go. Yeah, you must have something that my power is not working on yeah. you. That's crazy. Is it? That's crazy. That's is nuts. It yeah, he's like, fam? yeah, he's like, excuse me, sir. Do you have a dollar? He's like, you can see me. Stop growling. Yes. <laughs> no, that's you got to go. Nobody that's, can see wow, me. Man. No, that's crazy. It wasn't until April 28th of 1994 that Babyface's luck ran out. Mm. The, fugitive, the fugitive was in DeKalb County, Georgia, driving to a shopping mall in a Honda with a friend in the passenger seat when he got into an accident with Georgia resident Anthony Macklin and his fiance. An argument ensued over damages, and Babyface attempted to de-escalate the situation by offering to give Anthony Macklin money for the damages without involving the police. Yeah. I mentioned last week that I got into a little love tap yeah. um, on the highway. I was in a situation like this, and I read the guy, and I'm not saying I have the best reader, but I don't have the best reader. Actually, I'm wrong. And I didn't feel like 
man, if I've turned up on this dude, I'd be in danger. Yeah. But you never know. Yeah. You know, he's in the wrong. So I'm mad. Mm-hmm. You fucking b- dented my bumper. Let's get insurance out. And he's going, no, man, no, no, no. This is exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. No, I, I'll offer you some money. It's like, well, do you have $1,200? I mean, like, you, I'm in, by no means a scammer. But when you have a shitty car and you go through insurance and you get a little love tap on your car, the deductible or whatever the insurance company, when they go to go to the inspection and shit, the amount of money they offer you for something that you go, I don't even give a shit about this car. You're like, yeah. well, it's, this is $1,700 to fix this bumper. Here's the check. You go get it fixed at some place. It'll be about this. It's yeah, like, maybe. Um, <laughs> you just gave me $1,700. I'm not fixing anything. Right? So, but my point is, if you're in a little fender bender, but you are mad enough that you're like, I want, ins- I want the insurance to take care yeah. of this. Then if they're going, here's $50. I was like, they're going to give me $1,000 for this. What do you mean? Yeah, you, yeah. you need to give me at least like $800. So if he doesn't have that, I'm not trying to hear nothing about you not involving the police because you're not offering any kind of money that I would go, all right, I guess I don't need to go through insurance. Yeah. It's, it's, it's funny because after you told me that my dad called me, was like, he sent me a picture, like, hey, somebody hit my car. And he was in, he was like in a Burger King parking lot eating mm-hmm. and somebody backed into his car. Oh, wow. And he said what happened was he got out the the passenger hopped out first and was like, here's my information. Uh-huh. So off the jump, he was like, okay, well, because he said it was a new truck. Yeah. Whoever was in the driver's seat wasn't supposed to be driving. Right. So he was like, you know, uh, I can give you my information, but like I own a car shop. Why don't you just bring it down right. to the shop and I'll, and I'll uh, take we, care we of can, it. We can, we can fix that. That I can deal with. Yeah. I can deal with that. Unless... I don't give a shit about the, yeah, I want the money. I said, but I said, I, I want said, the Dad, money. Ain't that, it's not, I was like, you gonna get a fix? He's like, yeah, we're gonna fix it. I was like, I don't know, man. Yeah, no, it's I, not that, it's, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. But it is bad enough that they would cut you a check. I'm like, so I, listen, it's a doggy dog world out here. It's a recession. Yeah. I understand people going, well, hey man, listen, if you, if you go through my insurance, my insurance is gonna go up. It's like, that's hey, your man, personal that's, problem. Yeah, that's your problem. How about you don't back into people while, right. we're, while they're eating Burger King? You have a new truck. You don't have a backup camera? Like, yeah, what is on, going man. on here? I'm sitting here trying to enjoy my long chicken sub yeah. from, from Burger King, and you back into me? No, I need, to go, I need your insurance information right yeah. now. It's like, okay, yeah, you can, you going to fix it for free or something like that? Or like, oh, that should be without question. But I mean, like, if I'm... If, uh, but I want the 1200 Yeah. for the dented bumper. Yeah. And then I want it to be in my discretion. I might not want the bumper. I don't care about the bumper. Right. I, I just got want bills. <laughs> You got bills, I got bills. Now I'm gonna get your insurance company to give me twelve hundred dollars yeah. and pay my bill. Cause this is a this is a come up to me. Yeah, so I, I don't mean to say it. But I've <laughs> thought about running this car off a cliff so many times and trying to get the insurance, but so now you've come and just given me some. I can take a little bit of money out in the way that I, yeah. I don't have to. I don't have to risk going to jail right. for fraud. So this isn't even fraudulent. I'm just gonna fraud. use your insurance to get some money. <laughs> I thought about putting a brick on this on this uh, gas pedal so many times and running this off a cliff yeah. and say somebody stole I'm, it. Yeah, man. Plenty of times. I wanted to hire somebody to say, come on. Yeah, hey, man, steal this, burn it, learn, I, take yeah, it, light I, it I'll on break fire. off a little piece. <laughs> Fraud. Yeah, like, you're going to prison. It's like, so you hit me in the Burger King while I'm enjoying my Whopper Jr. and you think I'm not going to get your insurance information? Yeah. No, you're wrong. <laughs> and I'm going to physical therapy. <laughs> yeah, conversation man, you, for them. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you know that process too well, man. No, nah, what? No, nah, I'm just assuming that, that it goes that way. I don't really know anything about it. <laughs> So um, they're in the middle of this parking lot. They're, you know, kind of haggling, getting into uh, getting loud at times. Uh, his wife went went to go try to walk off to go call the police and a baby face called her back. So okay. the tensions are rising. Yeah. Because he's trying to, hey, man, let's not get police involved. But they're like, no, we want to get the police involved. Yeah. And tensions are rising. And 
Anthony 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 Macklin's fiance. Because again, now they were coming from like a restaurant mm-hmm. by the mall, mm-hmm. and at this point now it's like we've been out here for like thirty minutes, man. I don't want to talk to you anymore. <laughs> you hit me like I don't. Why are we? Either you produce a thousand dollars, or I'm calling the police. I'm getting an accident report. I don't want to be. Why are we still here? So I mean, what are you doing? Are you? Because you. The thing about it is. Maybe, but you can't tell by looking at somebody like you don't know this. This seems kind of off. Like this dude don't. It's like no, no. I would for me, but we also ingest a lot of true crime. Yeah. If I'm just some dude enjoying a day with my girl, and somebody hits my car, and he's really adamant about the police not being called, I'm gonna pick up on that. Yeah. And no, this guy doesn't want the police involved because he's got some shit in the car or something like that. So then you go, how bad is the damage? Yeah. We just go, hey, man, you know what? Don't even worry about it. Don't even worry about it. Or give me whatever $200, whatever you're trying to. Because listen, I'll be, I don't don't need to be the bad, the most badass dude in the room. Oh, for sure. If you are, if you're telling me you got your homeboy with you, because it's me and my girl. Yeah. Me and my girl, she's not going to take your homeboy on. Yeah. Also convenience, just by the way. What do you mean? If it's not, if this is. Becoming a th- if it's if it's if this becoming it. a thing, fuck it, don't even worry. <laughs> fuck it, man. I don't got time for this, fuck man. It. If it's not something easy, if you can't just we do it in five ten insurance ma- information. That's don't also me too. That's like when I got in the fender bender. As soon as I knew the dude was like, I don't have it. I'm like, my my trunk is not like dented into my back seat. Like it's a little scratch. Fuck it, man. I'm not gonna call the police and get an accident report and all. just fuck it, man. Have a nice day. But and when you add into that. The potential of violence, yeah, fuck it, fuck yeah. it, man. You, hey, man, you know what? Yeah. Have a nice. You get home safe and whatever, man. Don't please worry don't call about the police. It. I go. You know what? Yeah. Don't even. And don't let them be not saying please and be a little agitated. Like, I go, babe, go call the. Let's go call. But hey, man, miss, can you come back over here? Don't do that. It's like, oh well, they really don't want the police called. <laughs> yeah. So hey, man, you know what? We're all healthy. You start saying, I start saying, I'll do escalate the situation real quick. Hey, nobody's hurt. Are you hurt? Friend, his friend, you know, his friend is like in the car halfway. You know, he's got a gun in his hand. Like, friend, are you okay too? Everybody's healthy. Hey, you know what? Everybody's healthy. Let's just go have a nice day. Be safe. It's nice, sunny, whatever. So, but this guy, Anthony Macklin, wasn't doing that. And he has every right to that because somebody hit his car. So I can't tell him how to feel. I'm just saying, sometimes you don't know. A lot of times you don't know, especially this guy's 5'5". Five, five. Yeah. You know, he looks like a baby. You don't think you're looking at evil. Yeah, man. You're just like, I'm mad. He hit my car and he's telling me he's telling me not to do the thing that will get this resolved for me. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah, especially if you turn up a little bit. Yeah. Fuck, man, you hit my car. And it's like, this, dude's like, like, this dude is a shark. This is the wrong This is a little person. baby shark. Yeah. <laughs> it's the wrong person. This is the, not the right guy. So almost like- Even I'll, if you're front of your girl turning up, just man. They can go. Yeah. Well, they did. I don't need to be the toughest guy in the room. I'll make that clear immediately. Yeah. You know, I'm just like, hey, man. Because sometimes, yeah, you're like, you don't want your girl to think you're a bitch. Ego. Yep. You don't want your girl to think you're a bitch. So you, you're not just going to let, let him hit your car and not give you all the money in his pocket. Yeah. I want all the money in your pocket. And you're like, yo, you're talking to, you don't know. <laughs> yeah, you don't know. You have no idea <laughs> that this man just went two guns akimbo on a bicycle and you're yelling at him in the parking lot at the Peace Tree Mall or whatever? Yeah. No. And, but, and like, Mr. James Babyface was like, I'll give you. Yeah. He's, you gotta, trying, to he's trying to. He, he's trying to. That's the. You almost got to commend him because you know what yeah. he's capable of. Yeah, he's like, yeah. he's. First of all, you can see him. Yeah. So he's already kind of swallowing that. Yeah. <laughs> that is like, 
it's like I shouldn't even be. He should think a ghost hit a car or yeah. like somebody was nobody was driving the car and it hit him. So already you can see me. So I'm already mad about that. But yeah, breathe. Hey man, listen. I'm gonna give you some money and don't call the police. And you're like, I want all the money. You're like, <laughs> his finger starts itching because you know that. Ha- you know this guy's nuts. Yeah. He's like, I know. I know how to solve this. Yeah. I could solve this. I could have. I could have did this already. <laughs> But I'm not trying to. <laughs> it's broad daylight. It's, I'm hot right now. Like it's a little broad daylight. Doesn't matter. This that's man. true. That's, so there was some reason he's like, I'm trying to turn over a new leaf. I don't know what it was. I'm in Georgia. I'm on vacation. Something had him. I, mean, go, I think he knew he was in the wrong. I think he went like, yeah, he knows this he, is that's that might. Yeah, man, you know what? That's that logic. That yeah. criminal logic was like, yeah. hey, man, I did hit his car. Yeah, I'm wrong. So let me try song. to <laughs> let me not immediately murder him. <laughs> hey, man, listen. How about y'all don't call the police? Fuck that! You hit my car. I want your shit. <laughs> Um, listen, man, um, I got $200, $200. This is an accurate legend. A bumper on this car is, is $2,500 a lead. I don't have, to, okay, well, I don't have $2,500. So how about, um, you, ma'am, ma'am, can you come back to the car? Don't, don't go call the police. Yeah. You know, so yeah. he's doing all that shit. And then I got to a point where he's like, fuck this. Yeah. He left to try to get some more money. Right. Like, it, whatever the guy was like, fuck that. Yeah, this go ain't go get I some, want more. some more. All right, man. Maybe try to go. Commit a crime. <laughs> Logic of a criminal. He's yeah, like, I'm a down the street. <laughs> That's I'll be right back. Stay here. My friend's gonna stay here, so you know I'm coming back. Fa 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 fa. <laughs> it comes back. Oh, that's crazy. But he's like, again, it's like, I was wrong. I got to go make this. I got, he needs restitution. I hit his car. Yeah. Let me go kill a person, take their money. <laughs> that's crazy. This man. is a crazy person, right? So that's no, that's nuts. He's like, come on, man, what y'all doing? You're there still mad. Like, so you and your friend just going around hitting people? Fa, 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 fa. Damn, what the hell was that? And I'm just saying, man, well, I hope he comes back soon because, you know, I, we got somewhere to he be. Running gas, sweating. It's just like, man. Comes back with a bag of money with the dollar sign on it. And like, here, man, it's, it's all like. <laughs> I hope we're even. Well, you know what? We're not even, man. I'm going to call the police. And that was his Anthony Macklin's mistake was. He didn't. He couldn't see that it was time to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, man. Unfortunately, his yeah. wife. One more time, I think she went to walk away, or while she went to walk away, one more time, her back was still turned. She heard multiple gunshots. Yep. Anthony Macklin was shot multiple times in the chest. He died on the scene. Wow. Yeah. So you know, wow. it, it really it got it. It escalated. It escalated quickly, and you don't know. You don't know. That's what road. I always tell people, hey man, listen. All that following people home, flipping yep. people off, yep. honking the horn. You don't know what's in somebody's car. I tell you don't know us, who it is in the car. Yep. Just let it. Just let it go. Just don't even. Cause you, the thing that scares me is that you don't know what people are capable of, and it's like just, just let it get. Fuck ego, ego gets involved yeah. mm-hmm. for men. Yeah, especially. Just, just he cut. So what, he man? Just off. go. Oh, well. Just fuck it. Just, yeah. Nah, it's not worth it at it's all. It's not worth it. You always got to think of the worst case scenario. Yep. And if the worst case scenario is. We're going back and forth in front of each other, all this type of shit, and then he just pulls over and pulls a gun out. Yeah. Seen videos of that. People yeah. just shooting the gun in the car. while driving. <laughs> no, that was crazy. That's he just... shot the gun through the through the windshield. I said, no, this is a different type of guy. It's some different people out there. Really, man. You're not even rolling the window down. You're Don't shooting even, the bullets yeah. through your own window. What are you, what? It's glass yeah. coming back in his face and shit. I said, no, it's... It's crazy people. people don't give a shit, man. Don't give a shit. Fuck, fuck. Just yeah. in the car. <laughs> That's crazy. Man. Cut me off. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Fuck. Fucking, what the fuck? And you sit in the passenger seat like, man, what the hell? It's <laughs> glass in your eye and stuff. Come on, man. It's crazy. So, <laughs> gunshot noise is hilarious. <laughs> that was. <laughs> it's such an aggressive gun. It That's is. my favorite type of gun. <laughs> 
It's the craziest <laughs> shit. Now him being down the street trying to get the money to get the restitution for the bumper, and it's like kind of in the distance a little bit is yeah. the funniest <laughs> shit in the world. And he's like, "What the hell was that? Is it firecrackers?" Kids always let, lighting firecrackers. I'm just saying, man. You let this be a lesson to y'all. When your friend comes back, don't be going around just hitting people. <laughs> fa 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 fa. <laughs> that's nah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. Oh shit. So um. Yeah, they shot Anthony Mackin at the scene, and they fled in the in the their, in the blue Honda that they were driving in. Um, the blue Honda had Pennsylvania license plates, so this guy is real familiar with just put these plates on it, man. Yeah. He can get get a car in another state, yeah. like he just put different. He's a ghost. He yeah. got really good at it. So he was driving around in a Honda, a Honda with uh, Pennsylvania license plates. He and his passenger abandoned the car a few miles away from where the murder took place and tried to escape on foot. Mm. After a chase. Babyface gave himself up to the police who recovered two handguns and a switchblade knife on his person. Brown eluded police by removing his shirt and cap and posing as a resident uh, on an apartment balcony at an apartment complex nearby where they jumped out of the car. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was arrested the following day um, when the fiance identified him in a, a photo shot because he was picked up because um, he had a, like an identifying scar on his abdomen. Um, and she picked him out of a photo lineup. He went back to the apartment complex. Like he's probably still laying low there. Yeah. And they picked him up, and he was uh, he was confirmed to be Devon Brown, aka Ricky Ticky, who was also from Brooklyn. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Devon Brown and Richard James White were tried together for the murder of Anthony Macklin. So the evidence viewed leaned towards a verdict that uh, they were guilty. And both Brown and James White were involved in a minor car collision with Macklin and his fiance in the parking lot of a mall. So they had eyewitnesses yeah. and all this stuff. And, you know, so they, there was no real argument to be made. However, Brown did argue the evidence was insufficient to prove that he committed the murder, arguing only that it did not establish his, his guilt beyond a reasonable doubt. That's all he had. Uh, at trial, he urged that the evidence did not sufficiently identify him as one of the shooters but an eyewitness at the scene identified him. This, along with the remainder of the state's evidence, led the jury to find him guilty of malice murder beyond a reasonable doubt. Mm. Um, The eyewitness testimony together with the ballistics evidence connecting the handgun James White was carrying to the murder led the jury to find him guilty of malice murder beyond a reasonable doubt. So they both were found guilty of this. Uh, they were sentenced to life in prison. And while there, were, there are tons of headlines that say, man suspected in six murders in New York convicted of murder in Georgia, mm-hmm. I, didn't, I couldn't find any information about him being extradited back to New York to face those charges. Hmm. I don't know if they, because he got life, that they just kind of went, he's arrested and whatever, but, or maybe that he was extradited and, face those charges but i was not able to find right. any kind of information that said would be, i would be sh- he surprised. was convicted yeah i would yeah. be surprised if he did cuz a lot of it was speculation there wasn't a lot of evidence true, Ex- true. even even in the initial murder of kevin smith the man that was suspected to be involved in the killing of his brother they didn't have sufficient evidence they he was able to bond out right. and then jump bail so yeah. They, didn't, they weren't even to even keep him on those charges. So there's nothing really that they could say for sure that he did in New York. Mm. This one, he was caught red-handed. So what about, what do you think, like, gun gang violence in the 90s? Do you think it was, it was easy to get away with, or? It's a combination of all those things. But one thing I also found interesting is I watched a couple of videos on this, like news reports and stuff from the time, and so many of the news articles said, blame the proliferation of guns. When it, just, when it was seen as a black problem, there was no community solutions to be given. It was right. just like, 
there's there's all these guns. It was it was it was the thing that made the most sense. Mm. All of a sudden there's more violence, it must be because there's more guns. It seems pretty logical, or at least it seemed logical then. Now today, that's not logical. It's mental health, it's whatever, the co- the collapse of the the family, all these things other than there's too many guns, too many people have access to guns and so there's more opportunities for violence. Yeah. Now that's like that's dumb to say now to some people. Some yeah. people, that's, that's always the case. But it was just interesting to see like the five o'clock news. The reason is like violence is up today. And it seems like the reason is there's just way more guns around now. We're finding guns in sewer grates. Just the streets are just littered with guns. Yeah. So that means it's easier to get a gun. And sometimes people are not sometimes a lot of times people are dumb as shit. You have an emotional reaction, and if you have a gun on you, you have a higher chance of pulling your gun out and shooting yep. somebody. Yep. That is why I'm not an advocate of this whole, well, if everybody had guns, be less violence. No. Be like, no, it'd be arguments at the grocery store. Or yeah. people. Now it's just who, who can pull their gun out fast. Exactly. And then if everybody has guns, <laughs> if, it, if it looks like you even are reaching for your gun, yeah. I'm going to think you have your gun and backing out on me, and so I got to get my gun out and shoot you. Yep. But you might have just been pulling your pants up or... You know, people aren't able to, there aren't enough people with sense to differentiate a threat and an argument and my life is in danger and all this stuff to be given a weapon that could take somebody's life in a split second. Yeah. So would I say that what the problem was then? I don't really know, but I mean, I'm sure the problem was this was the early stages of, you know, drugs infesting communities. And when drugs come, money comes. And when money comes, guns come. Yeah. And so I blame it on that. Yeah. You know? But um, yeah, that was the story of, of Richard, babyface James White. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this. Me and Fran, our collab, that was fine. I really enjoyed it. It was, was, it was, it was a good flow. I really, yeah. you know, I, I think that this is going to be uh, much more fun and streamlined for us to do. That was, that was, that was great. Um, before we get out of here, Fran, what are you thankful for this week? I wanted to say, man, I, I think, I don't know if it's because if anybody can, you know, kind of attest to this. I don't know if it's because you get it, you get older, but like, I'm getting more of these like emotional feelings of just like trying to appreciate like stuff where yeah. like you don't want to the little things the little things because like we get you know time goes by so fast life's move fast and like you know stuff happens throughout mm-hmm. your life kind you kind of like forget about certain things or just like reminiscing about certain things and like we the game was on mm-hmm. the other day and I was like man you know we had a, like we texting back and forth watching yep. the game and yeah. kind of appreciate. Our friendship and what has been, you know, we've for been sure. friends for, you know, since we were kids. So it was yeah. like, we us talking while the game is on, uh-huh. being excited. Yeah. I just really appreciate that. And it was a moment I had where it was like, you know, that's what I'm thinking for is our friendship. And just to have, you know, I can come talk to you about anything. Same yeah. for me. It's like, but we was talking through, we was talking while the game was on. That was good. It was fun. Good game too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I can't top that. Yeah. I agree. I concur with your statement. I agree. I'm very thankful um, for your friendship and very th- thankful for the time yeah. that it has been. And then being able to have something like that yeah. when watching the game and then f- remember another time that yeah, was yeah. like a fun time that a, a crazy sports moment happened and we were out and it happened live in the moment and all yeah, that yeah. stuff. So yeah, no, I concur. I'm not, you know, there's, I can't even top that, man. That was, that was a uh, fantastic, um, this has been another episode of Affirmative Murder. Um, I've been Alvin Williams, joined as always by my partner in true crime, Francel Evans, and we'll see you guys next week. Deuces.